This is Killing the Business Worldwide, and you have the right to be this excited because this is your main event of the evening with the 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode who's about to get this show kicked off YouTube is your host, Nick Muscat. Our guest tonight, well, first of all, we have Jason Scott, who was nice enough to take the night off for us. How you doing, Jason? Glad to be back. We miss you, buddy. And we have Mad Max, like always, on a Wednesday night recording. Who's your midget? Who's your, you're my midget, big boy. <laughs> and our guest tonight is every schoolboy's dream and every girlfriend's nightmare, now unless they want to join in. Even though she is from the world of professional wrestling, she is also from the world of the adult industry and soon to be the new face of horror. This is Leona Wells. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm good. Chilling. Listen to y'all crazies. <laughs> oh, we're nuts. Did you know, guys, they, I, I got one comment saying that this is Degeneration Vic. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not sure about the Vic part, but, you know, I'm sorry to... Be comfortable with it. It's like degenerate. We always said we were degenerates. We're all here on this podcast for a reason. We're like the rejects, man. It'll be okay. So tell our audience, because you know, I just gave that cheesy introduction, but tell our audience who the hell exactly you are. Oh God. Okay. I, I'm like a little bit of everything, never boring. It's, you know, you hook up with a girl and she has like 20 different personalities. <laughs> That's true. Um, I started off into the world of professional wrestling at the young age of 12, back, you know, when we didn't have to have waivers or insurance or our parents signed for us. And then um, I stayed in that and like in, like I turned 21 and that's when my wild side kicked in and that's when the adult entertainer come out. Um, I started stripping and then in 2017, I went into the porn side of the adult entertainment world. So I'm like wrestling, blood, guts, you know, horror movies. Then I'm over here all dolled up looking like this in front of a camera. But I'm also right now barefoot on a freaking riding lawnmower. So I don't know, man. I don't know who I am. You're an, you're an entrepreneur. I'm something. I'm, I'm like a mixture, man. I'm like a Heinz 57. It happened. <laughs> so these days, are you more on the wrestling side of the industry or the adult side? The adult side. As a matter of fact, there was a big blow up because I have a problem with calling out shit wrestling promoters apparently that don't like my opinions um I was practically raised by Bill Dundee if that says anything I, I have Bill's mouth and I, I use it you know I was taught old school so um I took kind of like a little break from wrestling and 
I'm just here, you know, not really doing shoots, but I am doing my own stuff like on the internet and I'm fixing to start my own website back up and everything else. It's just trying to drive around everywhere for wrestling and shoots or flying in and out. It gets hectic. So I'm like, pick one thing and stick with it for a little bit or I'm going to lose my mind. Porn pays more than wrestling. A lot more. A lot more. And it's not a hot dog and a handshake either. Well, it's a Unless you want dog. a hot dog. And it's it's a hot dog. You can work that in. <laughs> it's like, well, the hot dog part, that's um, to be, you know. Yeah. Man, I, I did that for 10 years in my career. For the beginning of my first 10 years, got, got a hot dog, got a bag of chips, and a pop. And a pat on the back saying good job. And if I got a bonus, it was a bag of popcorn. Hey, there is a lot of people that complain about that. And I look at it like this, honestly. It's the experience. Going out, traveling, meeting new people, learning different styles of wrestling. Because there are so many styles out there. Like this southern wrestling is so much different than being up north. And Mm -hmm. like here in Arkansas... It's so much different than like Tennessee and Mississippi. We tell everybody, you know, hey, if you want to learn, get out and travel. But the rules are so different. The fans are completely different. You know, it's experience. That's how you learn. Can you give an example of how how it's like different in Arkansas and Tennessee? Arkansas, I have seen, oh, my gosh, like mud – I call them mud shows, but there are some, you know, places in Arkansas that are very great um, yeah. with wrestling, but it's more, it's dialed down. It's more of family oriented. Okay. Okay. And there's barriers between the fans and the ring and yeah. you're, you're pretty much safe. You cross over into like Tennessee territory and you have no holds barred. Yeah, you have the drunk fans. You have the somebody's fixing to jump in the ring, mm-hmm. or um, somebody's going to a fan's going to pull a knife on you, and there's nothing separating at all. Um, we were doing a show in Memphis, and uh, between the fans in the ring, you were tripping over feet to get to the ring. There's nothing there. Like if you're if you were going to be like in somebody's face cussing them out while you're across that lines. You better know how to fight because some fan is going to swing on you. I've, I've seen it. Um, I've seen a show shut down and a locker room cleared out, but some fan is going to swing on you. So if you don't know how to fight, you're screwed or just keep your mouth. Yeah. Shut. I mean. So you're saying what we see like in WWE when someone jumps to wearing and attacks a fan, that's, what you see is mostly for show. Hey, look at this. We, you know. Yeah. Real life is we beat the living shit out of you. It's it's bad. Um, I've, I've seen it a lot. I've, I actually was, I don't know. I was shoved into the back um, one night in Horn Lake, Mississippi, because somebody was going off on me, and I turned around, and I just, I lost it. I was outside of the ring nothing I just I lost it and the world kept going I was like nothing but air and opportunity let's go let's do this come on and 
you know, my husband, TJ, he was like, look, we're in Mississippi. I don't have bond money. Get, in, get back there. Don't fight with people. And I'm like, why can't I have fun? And he's like, you can have fun. Just how many people get you out of jail if you go? And I'm like, man, they get me first. That's like me and my wife. She wants to go to the shows when I was doing them. And I'm like, no. She goes, why? Yeah. I said, because I'm not going to work for free. You, you get paid. I said, the money I get paid with is going to end up having to bail you out every single show that I'm at. I, I, so I, I have that problem. I get a little mouthy and then fans get mouthy and then I guess something just sparks and it's like, okay, let's do this. And then they're yeah. like, no. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. I guess I'll go be nice. They have to understand they are the fans. They are not the talent of performers. So if the performer swears at them, it's one of those walk out. Don't swing at them. Walk out. Yeah. They don't get that. They get they don't like you and you just made it worse because you just kicked the crap out of somebody that they did like. And it, it reminds me of the old territorial days, I was lucky enough to grow up in Power Pro USWA locker rooms. Um, so I've seen like the Moondog Jerry Lawler fuse and the right. crowds from that and the fans. And it's Memphis is still the same way. It's never going to change. <laughs> That's like here in, in uh, Kentucky. They know our shows start at six o'clock. The doors open at five. We have 110 people at 11 o'clock in the morning. Trying to get up, up to the ring so they could be a part of it. I mean, just standing in line at the doors waiting to get in. They know they don't, the doors don't open till five. And they, they even bring lawn chairs and sit out there and one guy even brought a little grill and started cooking out and everything. Oh, wow. Tailgating at the restaurant. Yeah, have like a little block party before you start. Yeah, you know, I mean, it looks good, you know. I'm like, well, you know, and you you tell these people out here that it's fake, they're, they're, they'll turn around, like, turn around, grab their teeth, and tell their wife, hold my teeth, and then they'll go after you. Oh, yeah, because... There's that, there's that thin line, though, because I'm mm -hmm. into deathmatch, too. Um, I've been following GCW and Loco out of Texas and stuff like that. And everybody's like, well, why is it, why is deathmatch wrestling over so much? I'm like, because Vince McMahon fucked up when he came out with the network and let a kayfabe does not exist anymore. That all went out the door. I said, so now they're saying, you know, People cut people open and bust glass across their head and everything else. So like, oh yeah, that's real. You can't fake that. And I'm like, you can't fake a punch either. If I really hit you in the face, you're really gonna feel it. You know? Exactly. I mean, that's like with my boss, my God rest his soul, puppet, the psycho dwarf. He he told told me, he goes, I'm gonna throw you out of the ring. He goes, now when we're in front of the crowd, he goes, I'm not gonna lie, he goes, I'm gonna hit you. Well, don't take it personally. It's because we're out in front of them. We're inches away. Yeah, so you got to work tight and stiff out there. Yeah. And he's like, now, 
if I throw a bad punch, they're going to see it. And I don't want to make you look like shit and you try to sell it. He goes, so I'm going to connect. He goes, if I hit you too hard, just tell me. I'm like, all right. And he, he just caught back and knocked the shit out of me. And I'm like, <laughs> and you took it. Hit my head, you know. But I, I mean, it, that's it the way it's always like been. Um, it has to I be that out, way. I choked out TJ one night, completely choked him out. Um, I turned on him last year. And uh, I was supposed to like hang him with a rope. Well, I'm behind him. I can't see anything. And I have him wrapped up. And instead of like going limp like you're supposed to, you know, no, he starts fighting me. Wrong thing to do because the camera just pops up mm-hmm. right here. So all my camera's in my face. So I put, I planted my foot up on the steps and I squatted with that shit. And next thing I know, like he's turning purple and I'm going, oh shit. Like I realized that I have literally, cause it slipped and I literally just choked out my own fucking husband in the ring. So I'm like, okay. So I, you know, throw him towards the middle of the ring and I'm like, all right, cover him, whatever. And, um, I'm walking back slowly and all the fans are like flipping their shit on me and everything. And he like rolls over and just stares at me. So I just stick both middle fingers up in the air and keep walking backwards. And I walk back there and they're like, what the fuck? I said, I just choked that mother. I just choked him out. Like, and I said, the camera was right there. But did he tap out? He had to make it look good for the no. camera. He, he just let me choke him out for some reason. I don't know. I asked. I was like, you got some problems I need to know about. Do you have a secret fetish or a kink? Because you just <laughs> let me choke you out in front of everybody. Oh, man. tap out and see pineapple or what the skateboard is. That's on him. It's his fault. He done it. He could have, like, done something emotional and let me know how I'm going out. But he never did. I mean. Like whatever. He sold it good. It, it wasn't a sale. <laughs> no, it was he got back there and I was like, I'm in trouble. I'm in so much trouble. So I just like walked through, walked straight out the back door and I had cigarettes and I sat down on the hood of like one of my friends' cars and I lived through it. And I'm like, I'm gonna die. Like this is the day I literally die. Like we're gonna have my funeral. And he walks out and is like, why did you choke me out? I said, why didn't you signal anything? Your fault, man. Like, if you're on the mat and you don't get that shoulder up at three, even though, it, you know, supposed to lose the shit, your fault, man. Mm-hmm. It's like sex. You got the safe word. Exactly. Well, I don't, it's bad. Right. I don't and there are mosquitoes out here from that. Don't have no stinking safe word. That's pussy shit. I know. I'm like, say something. Let me know. Just in case. Can you tell? No, I was behind you. I couldn't see shit. I'm five six 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 two. Like next, when you choke someone, you know, like you gotta have safe word. No. It was funny. I mean, I laughed. I still laugh about it. And he's like, hey, you remember that time you choked me out? I'm like, remember that time you didn't say, hey, let me go. If if I piss on myself and shit on myself, then they should know, hey, you need to lighten up. 
and call call a courier, man, because I'm dead. I, I really thought I was going to die. I thought, like, he was going to come out, and I was going to be cussed or something. And he was like, huh, trying to collect life insurance early, are we? I was like, well, if I did, that's $200,000 in your fault. So, <laughs> you know. So tell us about your very first wrestling match. Oh, God. Um, it was kind of dumb because, like I said, you know, I trained at a very, very young age. And I didn't see a ring until I was 14 because, you know, the year of training, you do security, you pay dues, everything else before you even see shit. And, like, my mom was very upset. I didn't live with her at the time. I lived with my aunt. And uh, my mom grew up in wrestling because my grandfather and Jerry Lawler and Jerry Jarrett were good friends. And she was like, I don't want you doing this. You don't need to be in this business. Don't date a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. And then I called her and I said, hey, mom, guess what? My first match is such and such now. She's like, I'm not going to be there. I don't support it. And I was like, okay. So it, it went really good. I, it was another trainee that was a female. She was a couple years older than me. And it was basically pretty much a cat fight because back then, that's all anybody wanted to see with females was cat fighting. They didn't want to see any of this stuff going on now. Um, I got up enough courage, was running an angle, and somebody was like, hey, you want to get able to stop sign? I just thought it was cool as shit, so I said, yeah. And apparently I should have said no because at the age of 14, um, I ended up with this scar, like my hair will not grow here because I swung, swung the stop sign wrong and it split my head. So, yeah, then my mom was like really tripping. And I just went from there. I'm like, okay, you know, clean it off, super glue. That's all they're going to do anyways is skin glue, super glue it. You know, shave your hair right there a little bit, good to go. But yeah, I mean, I it was... It's like adrenaline. They say wrestling is like a drug, and it really is. I mean, is. once you're there, you're there. Yeah, next week, mm -hmm. he's been hit everything, especially the kitchen sink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have the bad habit. Um, I can't have – I'm not – okay, in my house, here's rules. I can't have a lightsaber. I can't have a wiffle ball bat. Um, I can't have, like, any type of anything like that. And I'm like, why? You're going to hit somebody with it. Well, that's what it's used for. <laughs> they're like no it's actually used to go play wiffle ball not to hit somebody I'm like, this uh, that's, like with, that's like with me and my wife you know I, I did a you know she was thinking about getting into the business I said all right and I said well you know let me show you some spots and see if let me hit you with a cake pan <laughs> and no she tried to hit me with a damn skillet Iron skillet. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, this one I bought her. It, the guy wanted like 150 bucks for it, and I got him down to 75. And I told my wife when I bought it for because it it holds 10 chicken thighs Ooh, when she fries. I need it. one of those. It, that it's it covers two burners. I not shit you. And I talked to her about it, and she goes. Can I get it? I'm like, I looked at it and I told him, I said, I'll give you 75. He goes, all right. It was at a flea market. And I, I told him, I, I said, wait a minute, before you bag it. He goes, okay. I looked at my wife. I said, I will buy this for you. 
but you got to promise me, and he's my witness, that no matter how bad I piss you off, you will never, ever hit me with that damn skillet in the head. Trying to you collect, know? she's trying to collect life insurance. Uh, well, no, I don't <laughs> think so. She was just pissed, you know, but. You know, the guy started laughing. I'm like, no, you don't understand this woman. She is four foot seven and she's meaner than a freaking mad dog pit bull. You know, I said, she might be a chihuahua, but inside it's a pit bull with rabies. She's a, she's a demon. I got called and, a demon last night. So, I mean, like all females that I guess are under like five, eight or demons. I don't know. That's what was explained to me. And here, you know, I'm four, nine. And I showed her a move, and she goes, let me try this move. Like, All right. So she picked me up, up overhead, and slammed me on the floor. And all you heard was a sound like a dead body hitting the floor. Boom. <laughs> and I'm laying there, and she goes, did I do it right? I'm like, yeah. You know, because I. I'm used to wrestling big guys, so I, I'm, yeah. I've got I'm trying to judge. Or but I, you're not you know, used to that ground training anymore, are you? <laughs> oh, at, at being 57 years old, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I I blow up putting my gear on. I mean, it take, it. the last time it took me to put my gear on, I timed it. It took me 45 minutes to get all my gear on. So that's when you just have somebody, you know, come in and say they're your manager and then, you know, they lace your boots for you and everything else, you know. But like I said, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, and they're like, they're like, they're still calling me, you know, <laughs> want me to book. And I'm like, dude, do you know how fucking old I am? I said, look, 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 this is all this is all natural. I didn't diet or nothing. They're like. Well, how old are you, Max? I said, man, I'm going to be, I'm 57, going to be 58. And they're like, oh, so do you want this book in or not? I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> I, had a hip, I got a hip, I had a hip replacement in uh, 20, 2020. And I just got home and my phone connected to the house internet. And I look at my phone and I get a message and I'm laughing. My wife's like, what? I said, you know, this promoter there in Somerset's wanting me to work. Wants to know if he could book me. I had the match. I mean, I had it in January. And he called, you know, I told him, you know, my wife's like, call him, tell him you can't, you're retired. I'm like, all right. So I call him. I'm like, hey, Tomahawk. He goes, uh, I'll be there in two hours. He goes, Max. He goes, can I book you for September? I'm like, dude, I'm I'm literally just stepped in the house from the hospital. He goes, what's going on? I told him, I said, I had a hip replacement. Oh, shit. Do you think you'd be ready by September? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, get, get better and then call me as soon as you think you can do something. And this guy called me every Friday for the month. And he's like, you know, I'll give you $800 for five minutes of work. I'm like, dude, it takes me 45 minutes to get all my gear on. And he goes, 
I'll give you eight hundred dollars. Well, like, just get here like three hours early then. Yeah, yeah, you know, I like well. If I'm main event, I'll start when you start the show. I should be ready by the main event time, you know. And uh, I told my wife sitting there, standing there, looking at me. I like. I'm sorry, guy. I just can't do it. He goes, all right, Max. He goes, well, man, I can't say I didn't try. I said, no, I can't say you didn't try, brother. So I hung you up. You just she don't want to die. <laughs> and she gets up and goes to the bathroom. I hear the door shut. So I grab my phone real quick and I text him back. I said, you give me $1,000, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he messaged me back. He goes, let me talk to the co-owner and see what I could do. He goes, if I if I don't message you back, that means it's a no no go. Like, all right. He never messaged me back. See, like this this is where we're different. Um, he took a year off because you know, I have kids, he has kids, and they're and we're involved in sports and all kinds of stuff. And he's like, Okay, well, I'm gonna take a year off just to be able to, you know, have that bonding experience and bonding time mm-hmm. with them because we were gone all the time. Right. And I got tired of sitting at the house. So um, I call one of my family friends that has a show here in Arkansas. And I'm like, I'm talking to him and everything. And he's like, when are y'all going to, you know, get back in everything? I was like, I don't know. I was like, but I'm going to talk to him. And he's like, okay. And instead of waiting on an answer, because I knew he would say no, I called my friend back. I was like, look, We'll be there Saturday. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, all right. He gets home from work. This when he's working days. He gets home from work. And I have his I have his gear in the bag. And every we had a joke. Every time the gear bag goes in the closet. Your book somewhere. You know, it just happens. You try to put shit up and it's like, no. So I'm swinging it back and forth. And I throw it in the closet. I let it go. It hits the floor. And he said, do you know what the fuck you just did? And I said, yeah, we're booked Saturday night. So you need to figure out what you're wearing. And he's like, for who? Where? When? Why? And I'm like, you need testosterone and I need to slap somebody. You know? Like, <laughs> these kids are driving me crazy. You're driving me crazy. Everybody's like, to, no, we got to go. Yeah, you need to let some stress out. Yeah. And obviously he didn't say it that way because he was like, but then he called my mom. Hey, like my mom passed away in 2013. But like every time I would do something, I felt like I was still a kid. Like he would call my mother on me. And he called my mom and he was like, do you know what your psycho child just did? And she's like, yeah, she told me she was doing it. She called me after she done it. Why didn't you call me? I wasn't getting involved in that fight. my wife did the same damn thing to me i went and i did a show in uh louisiana and i came off the top of the door frame inside and i did a flip and i landed wrong and i broke my ankle and get done go back to the hotel slept got up next morning get in a limo go to the airport, fly back home. And I'm, I get home and my wife opens the door and she sees me, you know, limping and all. She says, what happened? I broke my ankle. 
well, how'd you do it? I said, I did a backflip and I landed wrong and I heard it just snap. She goes, well, I guess I'm going to have to call Mr. Cotton and tell him that you're not going to be there. And I'm like, what, when? She goes, this Saturday, <laughs> this Saturday, Madisonville, Kentucky. I said, let me know I'll be there. She goes, Babe, you got a broken ankle. I'm oh, like, they're going to do is wrap it at the hospital. They're going to put an ace bandage on it and tell you to stay do. off of it. I wrapped if your the shit out enough, of it. It's merely a flesh wound. I wrapped the shit out of it and I ended up wrestling in a triple threat. And oh. everybody's like, yeah. And everybody's like, Mix, why are you limping? I'm like, dude, I broke my ankle. They're like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Why are you I'm here? Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to lie about, uh, you know, no, I ain't going to wrestle. You know, I got to wrestle, even though I got a broken ankle. Are you sure you, it's broke? My freaking ankle was the size of a softball swelled up that bad and i just wrapped the shit out and everybody just staring at me like god are you serious you're gonna wrestle like that I'm like i got no choice he got me booked it's you know? just an ankle yeah i got another one you know i turned around <laughs> told him i said work that leg instead of this one you know all right you know and we Don't ended up get doing me here in this spot or i'm really gonna punch you in the face and it's really gonna hurt yeah, you know, and and to top it off, I I kicked the guy in the back of the head with an instaguri with my broken foot. Oh, my broken oh yeah, good job. I I jumped and I kicked him, and he's like, he goes, "Shit!" I went, "Oh my god, that was wrong!" And I landed in the ring. I grabbed my ankle, and the ref's like, "You all right?" I'm like, "No, I just I think I rebroke it." You know? <laughs> I, I double broke it. I broke it somewhere else. Yeah, I think I broke it some more, you know, if that's possible. <laughs> but, you know, there, I go in the back and everybody's like, dude, are you serious? You broke your ankle and then you kicked that guy with your broken ankle? I said, I forgot. It was <laughs> it. Was it. When, you, when you're in that ring, it's like she said, it's a drug. You don't realize what the hell you're doing. You're in the zone. Always exactly. say like I'm I'm channeled out because they're like I've I've gotten asked, did you hear what such and such said? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Because you're trying to keep yourself safe, you know, the person you're working safe, and then you're trying to make everything look good at the same time. Exactly. It's too much. So I mean. Well, that's like with me and my wife, you know, I go out there and wrestle and she comes, you know, we get ready to come home. We're driving home. And she goes, I got a question. I'm like, what's that, mamacita? She goes, why do you bark? Went, what? She goes, why on earth do you bark? Is that why they, is that why they call you the mad chihuahua? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, babe, you bark. I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. She goes, no, babe. She goes, why do you, why do you think you stomp your foot and you throw your head against the turnbuckle and then you bite the rope? I'm like, well, I know I bite the rope, but that's all. She goes, no. She videotaped it. I come out and I'm barking. I'm barking at everybody, and I'm like, whoa! I did not even know that I did that. And she's yeah, like, I told it's you. like a subconscious. Right. You're, you're, it's like you're in limbo. 
yeah you know and you're 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 between life and death and you're just taking the ride because i'm like why that you know watching movie like blood sport and stuff like that like i i love blood sport i love anything in that genre but i just crack up because why are you sitting here making these noises and they we do it at wrestling too we will make some of the dumbest noises when we throw a punch or a kick it's like i'm like do i just need to scream hi y'all or something you know and just like karate chop somebody and you don't realize you're doing it until somebody points it out and you're like yeah i did that's what? like i did a show in west virginia my my cousin from kansas city he moved there and I didn't know it. And he surprised me at the show. And he goes, Hey, Harley Race Jr. I'm like, What the hell are you talking about, Harley Race Jr.? He goes, Dude, you were barking. That's that's uh Bruiser Brody. He goes, and then you're in the ring, you're working this one guy, and you're like, hiss, 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 hiss. I'm like, holy crap, did I do that? He goes, Yeah. I'm like, that's why you call called me Harley Race. He goes right. Because the only other rest, the only wrestler I know that ever does that is Harley Race. He goes, and brother, you were doing just like him. I'm like, oh shit! You don't realize it. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Really, the only difference between porn and wrestling, hmm? you get to look at your stuff and edit it before anybody else sees it. <laughs> I mean, I would do the shows, and the next next day, I cut. You know, next morning, I get up, I go into my man cave, my office, and I'll put the. Back then, it was VHS tapes. Yeah, you just put it in to say what happened and what you were yeah. doing. And then I'm watching them, and I'm 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 re reviewing of what I. Okay, I could have I could have got up and done this move instead of just standing there acting like a dumbass with the you know my thumb <laughs> up my ass. Why am I barking in a circle? Yeah, you know, I'm like, why am I barking? And I did not even acknowledge it. And this was almost like a year and a half after I was in the business, if not longer. You know, we're gonna we're and gonna get you a shot caller for Christmas. I've, I've already done one of those matches. <laughs> I've already done one. I've done the only thing that I have not done is Went through a table, with, you know, put it, put my opponent or me on fire, shot each other or ran each other over with the car. Those are the only three things we have not done. Oh, you're a pussy, Dad. And, uh, yeah, and look, everybody hits thing. everybody with cars. I mean, come on yeah, now. Come on, X. If, if I hit, you know, it's got to be a, uh, you know, a, you know, like a Hot Wheel or something. You know, <laughs> power wheels. Like little tight cars. Yeah. You know, either that or a golf cart or something. Shit. Uh, so you've been in some controversy in your life before. A lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell employee over fired over porn star pass. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's very familiar. I was reading that too. <laughs> that that was everywhere. That made TMZ, the Wendy Williams show. I thought, 
like it was just gonna go from one person and die down but oh my god that was everywhere i didn't leave my house for a week <laughs> wow. wow okay i'll kind of explain what happened um that's around the time covid got really 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 bad and mm-hmm. you couldn't get into california unless you were a resident and if you were a resident you were in you know quarantine and stuff for seven days and you couldn't get into florida like all the places that had the shoots that i was doing um you couldn't get into so i was like you know what i'm just gonna get a vanilla job you know can't do shoots right now anything like that i'm gonna get a vanilla job and so i go and i'm like six miles from town i'm out in the country so i drive into town i'm putting in applications and um at the same time i had been nominated for two avn awards uh hottest milk of the year and um, avn star and they had fan voting so of course i was pushing that shit on like facebook and twitter and you know everywhere else because i'm like hey bitch vote for me I got bit by Kendra Lust, but I'm not gropping because it's Kendra Lust, you know. Right. But um, I go in there and she's like, okay, you know, I'll talk to the manager. I'm like, well, this is what's going on in my personal life. I know there's probably like a social media clause or something. Um, It's not in my actual name, though, which it's not. My stage name and my government name is completely different. And um, she's like, okay, well, that's gonna, that's fine. That's fine. So you actually the, told her what what you did. Yeah, but the price you pay for living in a small town. Um, you know the crazy exes? Mm-hmm. Anybody do a crazy exes? Been there, done I mean, that. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I'm in drive through and we had to wear name tags. And um I'm handing out food, you know, working register and everything. And one of his exes come through the drive-thru and me, we do not get along at all. We didn't get along before they started dating or before I started dating. Um, a couple days later, I get a call, like I'm getting ready for work. And I think, you know, hey, she's called me to come in early. And I'm like, oh, hold on. You know, I got to do my makeup and my hair and stuff. And I'll be there. And she's like, no, I was calling to let you know that um somebody had called in and put what you do for a living outside of this um you know kind of told corporate and k-mac owns the franchises in arkansas and they got a hold of them and then i found out i was fired from taco bell so i'm like i really just get fired from a taco place for showing my taco okay and CJ's standing there and I'm like in decked out uniform now and I have my visor on my head and I'm like I guess I could just take this off and he's like what happened I heard he was standing in the hallway and I didn't realize he was standing in the hallway but he was like did that really just happen and I'm like yeah it just happened like what the hell so I was friends with Alana Evans. Y'all might know her as the girl that testified against Donald Trump was Stormy Daniels. Yeah. So I'm gropping to her because I'm literally tripping out. I'm like, you know, and she's like, you know what? That's discrimination. Do you want to go viral with this? And I was like, no, 
I don't want to go viral with this. Like, why am I working at Taco Bell and I'm making all this money for shoots? But I've never been one like to really just sit at home and not do shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I got to get out of the house and work or I'm going to go crazy. Talk about job. Like, if you call right. sick, who cares? You know, you're just there and. Yeah. So I, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, um, whatever. And she's like, well, I'm talking to Marlo Stern from the Daily Beast. Now I'm like, okay, here we go. So Marlo calls me and it's like, hey, what's going on? Like, I talk to you all the time, but what the hell just happened? And I told him, he's like, oh no. He said, that is discrimination. And um, this fixed to be front and center. So he talked to TJ and then he called up to Taco Bell and talked to the manager and the manager hung up on him, thought it was a prank call. But uh, a couple of the girls that I worked with up there called him back from the freaking business phone. And it was like, this is what happened. And told like pretty much everything that they heard. And he was like, okay. And then um, it was on Daily Beast. And then Yahoo News picked it up. So I'm going, okay, well, it can't, it's not that bad. It can't be that bad. And then one of my friends sends me a picture of their TV screen. And I'm on the Wendy Williams show. And I'm like, what the hell? Like within four days. It's everywhere. And um, I didn't talk to my family because honestly, my family is Pentecostal. I'm like, you know, the black sheep. I'm like, I'm not calling anybody. Just screw it. It's already out there. And my cousin Brittany adds my Lana page. And she's like, I just wanted to let you know that I love you and support you in anything that you do. She's my younger cousin. She's like, I ain't mad. But I'm glad that you spoke out and said something. I said I didn't. I talked to Marlo. I did one interview and now it's everywhere. And she's like, oh, that's how this works. And I'm like, yeah, apparently you talked to one person and it just like wildfire. Yeah. You did you know. You're like H, you're like H and R block. You had peoples and you didn't even know it. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm I'm sitting here and I am just on my couch and I have the blinds closed and I'm not going outside. Don't want to go outside. And uh, TJ's like, I think you need to call your aunt. So I call my aunt. She's like, well, you should have just, you know, let us know that what we could get prepared because your other aunt was at work. She works in a nursing home. And she found out about this from a resident in the nursing home. I said, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the hell is going on in the state of Arkansas? You know, now I'm questioning shit. Like, I ain't ever gone to a nursing home. Y'all just let me go crazy in my yard, whatever. But um, I did. I stayed in my house for like a week. I wouldn't answer the phone or nothing like that. And Alana was checking on me the whole time. She's like, are you okay? She said, this was how our bitch brought this for what it's worth. I said, okay. She said, OnlyFans links, your Pornhub link, any other site you're on, put out there now. And there was people like, okay, well, does she have a GoFundMe set up? She needs to set one up. So I set one up. Monica Lewinsky was tweeting about me, and I'm like, wow. Barstool Sports and all kinds. And I'm like, now you Google my name, and it's like, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. And the sad thing is, I still have that fucking uniform. I mean, that's like with me when I was done, you know, retired from the ring and all. I, I, you know, I'm on disability. And I told my wife, I said, what the fuck am I going to do? She goes, what do you mean, babe? I'm like, yeah. 
I was 14, 13, 14 years old when I got a fake ID and I started working. I said, now I'm 57 years old and I, 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 I'm not going to be able to work anymore. You know, yeah, like, so, it eats at you. I mean, I went, I went down to the convenience store down the road from my house and I said they had a, you know, wanted sign, you know, want help wanted not yeah. go up there. And I asked the guy, I was like, you know, you, you guys are looking for help. And the guys, you know, uh, Pakistani and he's like, yes, who's asking? And I look up at him because he's like six, four, six, five. I suck. I'm, like, I'm down here. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm asking. He goes, oh, no, I, I, I just can't hire you. I'm like, why not? He goes, you can't reach the cigarettes. I that's discrimination out. too, because there is a such thing as a step stool. Yeah, I told him. I said, "What about a step stool? I don't want you to fall off and get hurt." But I oh. just busted out laughing when he told me I could not reach the cigarettes, and I I posted it on Facebook and everything. They're like, "Oh, I get a lawyer," and all. I'm like, "Dude, it's funny." And I mean, it is because I mean, honestly. I can't do nothing in Arkansas because it's an at-will state. Like, you, they can fire you and don't even have to give you a reason on why they fired you. Right. Same so, as Kentucky. Same yeah. As like, my friends, uh, my wrestling friends, they got together and made, like, a TikTok video. Taco Bell has done one of us wrong. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard. I was like, they got me through it because I would go to Walmart. And like this, this was the creepy part because everybody already knew what I did because I wasn't quiet about it. Like, why should I be quiet? Yeah. Um, I go to Walmart and this seventy-something-year-old guy, like, <laughs> I don't know. I am waiting at Subway to get my food. I'm talking to my friend that works at Subway, and he's like, "Hey, you look really familiar." And I'm like, "I've lived on and off in this county for all of my life." like you know and he's like no no what's your name and i my government name because i don't use lana around here nobody really you know and he's like no i know you as something else so now i have this 70 year old man grilling me about my porn and i am looking at my husband i am bleeding with my eyes for help this turned around and walked the fuck away he just straight just left me and i'm like this old man could have kidnapped me, yo. Like, what is? No, that's on you. That's your thing. That's your business. And I'm going. This is crazy. So then I definitely did not want to leave the house at all after that. But instead um, of saying who's your daddy, it was who's your grandpa. So yeah, something. <laughs> and I'm going. But then now I'm like, I'll get Taco Bell dinner kits because I'm scared to even go to our Taco Bell. I'm scared somebody's fixing to, you know, spit my shit. <laughs> so I get the Taco Bell dinner kits and I'll be like, you want me to put my uniform on and make this? And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, if you want to record God. that for your OnlyFans, that would be amazing. And I'm like. You got to hold the camera for me to do this because I'm going to need two hands to cook with. Right. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I, I straight kept that. I was like, I wanted to auction it off as an, at an ex-biz event. But then I was like, no, that's too much of a personal thing. Like, I'm, that's memories. I'm going to put that up. I'm literally going to hand it to my grandkids and be like, hey. You need to do one with your you you and your uniform. Have a midget come up to you and say to Taco at Taco Bell, can I help you? Yeah, you know, I like a nacho better grande. And just jump over the counter and just go at <laughs> Oh my God. I feel like hold on, you have to put the meat in the taco. First. And then you can put the white creamy stuff on there. I mean, that goes at the very top. <laughs> this is the first time I think I have ever seen you turn blood right over there. Oh my God, look, look at his face. Jesus Christ. Okay, question for you. Have you ever done a, a movie with a midget? No. Honestly, I can't say I have. Would you? Because, like, honestly, that is very rare in the porn scene right now. Like, with all of these sites coming out and stuff. Like, uh, it's weird. And I'm like, you would wife, think it would be more, you know, inclined and involve everybody. But right now, honestly, and I hate to say this, um, the stepsister genre. Yeah. Or the stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. That's taken over. It's and now everybody up, yeah. needs to do that. Because years ago, when I was on the road, Ron Jeremy called my boss. Dude, goes, hey. you should have went. Did you see the trouble he's in, though? Yeah, I heard it trouble. I, I mean, I, I've only made two. See, and like, you, you they were independent. They were independent. And uh, the, the, the names, just, I lost it. One was Who's Your Midget? And the other one was A Little Goes a Long Way. <laughs> I mean... It was hilarious. Did you, called, because, did you get called little? Like, was that your name in it? Come here, little. I was called, I was called <laughs> little sex. Dude, it could be worse. I mean, I know we're sitting here talking about this. Buff Bagwell. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know him personally. And one night, I just, I was going through stuff because I do research to see what's in and what's trending and everything. Right. And I came across the Latin porn that he did. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this because I've never seen it. And it feels weird because, like, I know him, know him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's just me and the old man. And he's like, what do you watch it? I'm like, that porn that Buffett was in. So I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't get past the first 30 minutes because I was laughing so hard. I was like, how much did he get paid to do this? <laughs> <laughs> but you know because have, have you seen his uh, good money but uh ooh, yeah have you seen his mr rogers skit 
No. I don't think so, I want to. You know, you know he was I'm having... Gonna, hold on. I'm going to tweet him later and be like, hey, what's this Mr. Rogers thing? So, but, DD, him and DDP hooked up, okay? He was having trouble. Yeah. DDP took him in, got him feeling better, looking better. Well, and now it's all like in suits and stuff. It's weird. That's not him. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's weird. But I saw this clip of him dressed like Mr. Rogers, singing Mr. Rogers' song, and he was screwing up, and he was like, oh, fuck this shit. So it, it's hilarious. Me and my I wife, we went to Dusty's Adult World. And my wife, very, very shy. I'm very open. I don't give a shit what people think of me. You so tortured to, her. I know I you did. The, I know you did. I went to the counter and I slapped the counter and the guy comes up and goes, can I help you, sir? I said, yeah, you got any midget porn? And I said it loud where she can hear me. And, yeah. and she walks to the other side and he goes, sir, we just got it in an hour ago and it's sold out. And it this is, was back when very, the midget porn was big time. Yeah. And, all, and I turned, and when she, he told me that, I turned around, looked at my wife, I said, see, we can make some serious money doing this, babe. And she's like, and took off and ran out the out the door. I okay, mean, she's we're, we're state neighbors, you know. So uh, I, I stay a trip to an adult store together because I I'm like one of these weirdos. I want to see the biggest thing that they have in there, and it's not because I want to use it. It's because I just it's funny to chase around men that's not comfortable with their sexuality in one of the stores with it. It's like, hey, come here, and they're like, no, go away, and I'm like, you got a big old black with me something, but they're like, no. <laughs> Chasing him down with a 16, 16 inch black dildo. Come yeah. here. Dude, I, I'm not going to lie. I ended up, um, one of my fans for Christmas got me a bad dragon dildo. And I was excited because these things are expensive as hell. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to open this because it's suction cup. You know, let's see what's going on. I opened this thing and it's rainbow colored. It's like, it's actually pretty colors. And I'm like, okay, this bitch is huge. Like girth wise, huge. I'm like, what the fuck am I fixing to do with this? I was like, I can't use it down there. So I'm going to, you know, I have to just use my mouth, improvise something. I was like, I wonder how strong the suction cup is. And I put it on my coffee table. <laughs> just to see if it would like actually stick the surface because some stuff you get like from Amazon is shitty so I go to pick this thing up and the coffee table comes off the ground and now I'm holding my coffee table by it's dildo. still there to this and day and I'm like now I'm very impressed you know <laughs> and I'm like I call like my aunt and I said I'm very open and I'm like hey watch this shit so dude and she's like, when did you get that? And I was like, today. She's like, you're going to break that damn thing. I know it's silicone, but it can't break. Stop. So, like, I'm here. You know, all of us, like, the lost members, you know, in wrestling. And I, we have a group call. 
And I'm the only girl in the damn group. Well, besides my friend Shanika, but she don't get on group chat with us because I don't know. I do know why, but we're, we're terrible people. I mean, so I'm going, guys, look what I just thought. And they're like, can we have a flaming dildo match? And I'm like, you're not catching my dildo on fire, first of all, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, but it would be cool, you know, catch it on fire, throw it at somebody's head and holler, hey, you're a dickhead. <laughs> we could do this. But I'm like, I want to show y'all what I discovered today. This is cool. And I'm all being like all innocent and stuff. So they don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And I oh, planted that God. thing and I picked my table up and they're like, can we seriously use that during a match can it stick on somebody's forehead now they're wanting to just go around putting it on people's foreheads for some reason and i'm going <laughs> i'm at Not a cool discovery and y'all just want to take this to a show they're looking for new props i know i'm like i will buy y'all one if y'all want one that <laughs> I just thought it was, I mean, I, I was having a time of my life with it. And then oh. somebody asked me, like, what are you going to do if somebody breaks in your house and sees all these toys? I'm like, they're weapons. I could probably knock somebody out with some of them, like, <laughs> start chunking them down the hallway. You could be homeless. No. He's like, here's a dildo. And it's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Have, have you ever fought a naked man? Have you ever fought a naked chick? Have you ever fought a naked person coming at you with a big ass dildo? No, you're gonna run out the door because this fixes the scare the shit out of you. Definitely. Oh, yeah, my oh. wife chased me around the house with one once, naked. Seriously? Yeah, she did. How hard did she hit you? Well, I didn't give her the chance. I ran fast. <laughs> my point is, <laughs> she's got a bad ass anyway, so it wasn't hard. No, my wife. My wife has 40 triple Ds and she's four foot seven. She oh, got to, their weapons. Their weapons. Uh, we, we downstairs in our basement at our old house, we had like a prison shower. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey babe, hey babe, let's do a prison scene, you know, and joking around with her. And she's, you know, she's all studs up and everything she's standing there she goes hey baby come here and i'm like oh okay <laughs> she grabs my head grabs her her boob and slings it and hits me in the head <laughs> look they and, and guys like big boobs i don't see why because okay i'm a triple day too so i know this could be like an eye it can break a nose I it can suffocate she you. broke my jaw. She damn near knocked me out. I hit the floor. I was butt-ass naked and I was on the floor. Fedel <laughs> <laughs> fell out the shower, slipped through the oh, hole, you I know. Mean, it, it knocked me senseless. Oh, I, it hit me so hard, all I hear was a out of my ears. Oh, my God. Oh. I mean, that everybody thinks, oh, yeah, get slapped with a tick. No, you get the fuck knocked out. You know, and I, okay. I'm like, oh. hold up, Coco, bit. This this is how how out in the middle of the country I am. 
So my uncle-in-law's dogs just ran through my yard and stopped for a second and stared at me and took off running again. Hey, they get pregnant. That ain't on me. They're two females and they ain't fixed and they're running with a boy dog. Neighborhood dogs. Oh, yeah, we, we have those. We have those. There's a pit that runs around here that's a blue nose. It's pretty. And he'll come down here and lay on my porch, and I'm like, okay, I guess I adopted another dog. <laughs> so in the in the adult film business, what is the weirdest if there 